2: Today on the Zabe Cast, what exactly is a meaningless game in sports? The college football world was in a food fight all weekend as Herbie and Dez went after this generation. Antonio Brown, Rackham, he's out. The Wolf lose to Philly. Andy Pollan isn't superstitious, but he's a little stitious. Didn't like what happened to Betty White. That plus the greatest save in hockey history. Your 40 minute, uncensored. Zabe Express is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go.
3: <laughs> Here we go.
2: Monday, January 3rd, 2022. See, that wasn't so hard. Thank you for downloading, and welcome to the new year. The Packer-Viking game that could determine home field advantage throughout was too late to make this edition of the ZAPECast. Please listen to me as I return to the airwaves on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee at 6 a.m. If you live in Milwaukee or southeast Wisconsin on 97.3 FM or... Via the iHeart app, you can search for it there. In the meantime, I did watch football all day on Sunday, savoring, suckling, maybe the last great weekend of games next week. I haven't looked at the standings yet because uh, Week Seven is just wrap. Week Seventeen is just wrapping up. I don't know. There may be like three or four games that mean anything, but this was a really, really good week, and um, it was just. It was fun to just watch the games on a Sunday. It was a relaxing thing. The college football Saturday games, I don't have much to say other than, well, first of all, I was right on both fronts. Uh, exactly right on the Cincinnati game. I said, look, I think they're going to hang in there and make it close or make it feel like it's close. They're going to hang around, hang around, hang around, be dragged out into deep water and drowned. Well, that's exactly what happened. I don't know if you can make any grand judgments on what happened. Because Alabama is a very bad control group. Georgia, meanwhile, I was dead right on that. They were pissed off about getting beat so badly by Alabama. They took it out on Michigan. And boy, did Michigan look overwhelmed. So there you go. 2-0 and college on Saturday. What would you think of the games? Did you like them? Did you watch? Were you out partying? Uh, let me know your thoughts on that. Meanwhile, this whole thing about meaningless games. I'm going to get into it with Andy here in just a second. Kirk Herbstreet and uh, Desmond Howard basically said, you know, I don't know about the, all these kids opting out because Ohio State had a bunch of opt-outs for the Rose Bowl, which is a pretty big bowl, right? A pretty significant bowl, right? And they basically said, I'm just not sure this generation loves football as much as we used to. First of all, what they said was said inartfully, and they painted with too broad of a brush. That said, I kind of get what they're getting at here. My problem is with people who say, well, these are meaningless games. These bowl games are meaningless games. They're extra games that are tacked on to the end that have major corporations sponsoring them. And yes, they are technically meaningless. They are not a league game. Remember the line in, Big Lebowski, it's a league game, Smokey. Is that the right word? It's a league game. I think, well, oh, now I gotta look this up now. See, I, got, I don't wanna get this wrong. Uh, I'll get this right here. Uh, just, uh, it's a league game, Smokey. Yeah, there you go. This is not NAM, all right? <laughs> I'm
3: slamming him tonight. You guys are dead in the water. All right! Way to go, Donnie! If you will it is no dream. I'm fucking twenty minutes late, man. What the fuck is that? Theodore Herzl. Huh? State of Israel, if you will, it, dude. It is no dream. What the fuck are you talking about, man? The carrier. What's in the fucking carrier? Huh? Oh. Cynthia's dog. I think it's a Pomeranian. Oh, I can't leave him home alone or he oh, eats the furniture. So I'm watching it God. while Cynthia and Marty Ackerman are You Brought wife. a fucking Pomeranian bowling? Brought it bowling. I didn't rent it shoes. I'm not buying it a fucking beer. She's not taking your fucking turn, dude. Man, if my fucking ex-wife asked me to take care of her fucking dog while she and her boyfriend went to Honolulu, I tell her to go fuck herself. Why can't you board it? First of all, dude, you don't have an ex. Secondly, this is a fucking show dog with fucking papers. You can't board it. It gets upset. Hey, its hair falls out. Walter. <laughs> fucking no. dog has fucking papers. OVER THE LINE! Huh? I'm sorry, Smokey. You were over the line. That's a foul. Bullshit. Mark it eight, dude. Uh, excuse me. Market zero. zero. Next frame. Bullshit, Walter. Market eight, dude. Smokey, this is not Nom. This is bowling. There are rules. Hey, Walter, come on. It's just hey man, it's Smokey. So his toe slipped over a little, you know? It's just a game, man. This is a league game. This determines who enters the next round, Robin. Am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't hungry.
2: It's a league game. That's what I was looking for right there. Meaningless game. They're all meaningless. And yet they're all full of meaning. That's the thing about sports and about life, a meaningless game. It's a game you get to enjoy the camaraderie of your team, of your brothers or sisters, if that's your sport, to summon the courage and strength against an adversary, a chance to deliver your best on the field of battle and lay fallen in defeat if it's not good enough, to get up and to shake the hand of those who vanquished you. It is possibly your last game ever. You don't know. You could get struck by lightning. You could be run over by a truck. You could be an extra on the set of an Alex Baldwin movie. You don't know. Fuck, I botched it. Alec Baldwin. Alec. Damn it. Typed it in, Alex. Anyway, you never know. That's my point. Besides, meaning is for you and for me to inject into every pore of what we do in life, whether it's scrubbing dishes in a penitentiary, whether you're Elon Musk launching rockets and building electric cars, if you're a podcaster like I am, eh, radio host as well, put your own meaning into it. The cheesiest saying that RG3 used to always say, and I hate to give him credit, is know your why. It's a good one, though. Know your why. Why do you do this? Well, I'm doing it for the money, like we all are doing it for the money, but beyond that, why do you do it? So I don't blame the kids that have been told, look, You're going to go pro. You can't help your stock. You can only get hurt. You can only drop your stock because they'll say, oh, what a shitty bluebonnet bowl he played in. But I think these kids are making a mistake. I wouldn't crush them for it. I wouldn't demonize them for it. I think that's an exaggeration of what some people said about the opt-outs. I think that they're living their fears and they're not living in their hopes and dreams. And like I said, I thought what Herbie and Desmond said was ineloquent and they painted with too broad of a brush. If anybody were on the fence about playing one more game, it'd be nice if Herb Street and Desmond Howard could say, look, if you're on the fence, I'd love to talk to you. I'd give you my perspective. You, you, know, you don't have to believe it, but just I'll just tell you where I sit, what I think, and just factor that in. But the whole thing about meaningless games, they're all meaningless. All right, let's talk to our man, Andy Paul Well, Andy, say what you want about hashtag this league. It is never boring. <laughs> Antonio Brown with the walk-off today in the middle of the game. And then, of course, Tom Brady leads him on a comeback win anyway. In your life, Mr. Poland, have you seen anything quite like that?
4: No, I, I haven't. And, you know... You could say uh, he was due for something crazy, but I would never imagine this. No, no, I would
2: not imagine this. Who who are some of the crazy? By the way, Mina Kimes is out there staking a territory that's going to be hard to defend. Basically saying, hey, man, go easy on him. You don't know what he's dealing with inside. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? I thought Mina Kimes and ESPN, they always deferred to, oh, is he a domestic abuser? Yeah, he's been accused of sexual assault. He's a piece of shit. He's been a piece of shit for a long time. You don't get to claim, oh, I've got mental issues. So go easy on him. Fuck Antonio Brown to the moon. Sally Jenkins wrote a column when he got
4: himself out of Oakland. It was then Oakland, I guess. I don't think right. they were in Vegas yet. Right, uh, s- saying that he'd done the right thing. What? you know that. that what, what do you mean? <laughs> He showed the owners that he could go to a team that was going to win and got himself to New England. And, and the ends justified the means. And you go, really? And then, yeah. And there were a lot of defenders of him. And then it turned into a black a black issue that uh, right. a, a black man was being abused. Look, you know, a lot of this has to fall at the feet of Bruce Arians because, you know, he, he enabled him. And, you know, when he, faked the, uh, he turned in the fake vaccination and he got himself suspended, uh, and Arians had said if he screws up one more time, he's gone, Right, and he still brought him back. So, you know, when you, when you keep doubling down on a guy like that, eventually it's going to bite you. But, again, I could not imagine a guy taking off his uniform and throwing it into the stands and leaving in the middle of the game.
2: No, He was jumping up and down shirtless in the end zone while the game was going on behind yeah. him. And there's a photo of that that I said you should hang in the Louvre Museum because it looks Photoshopped. You're like, you've got to be kidding me. And, of course, Mike Evans tried to talk him out of it but Mm -hmm. couldn't do so. Yeah, well, I I think
4: Aaron said to somebody, I don't know if this is a news conference, but one of the reporters reached him on his cell phone, and he said, I wanted to put him back in the game, and he didn't want to go. And (laughs) then he just... Walked away. What was he so mad about? I, I, well, you
2: know, I, I'm just picking up bits and pieces. Here. He had massive incentives that were right on the horizon to be reached, if not in this game, but uh-huh. in the last game of the year, easily. And he wa- walked away from that. I mean, he flushed a million dollars on a fake vax card and then got vaccinated anyway. Moron. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, I, I think, I mean, you look at the scope of this. Remember when he quit on the Steelers the first yeah. time? Mm -hmm. He had just come off this amazing game in New Orleans. It was such a good game. Statistically, it won a lot of us, our fantasy leagues. That's how Mm -hmm. I remember it. That was in week 16 out of 17 at the time. And Mm -hmm. then in week 17, with a chance to make the playoffs, he basically said, I'm not going to play at home. And Mike Tomlin said, OK, well, then fuck it. You're not playing. So that was the first time he walked away after a huge game before. Do you know what he had last week coming off of COVID from three weeks? He had production. He's a great player. He had 15 for 101. How many guys do you know go from 15 to 101 to pissed off to the point they're not getting the ball enough for their liking with a Hall of Fame quarterback in Tom Brady on a winning team that's the defending Super Bowl champion then melting down and walking off? Never happened before. Like, this is the most mentally unstable guy there. And I know you're saying, well, Zabe, didn't you say don't lean on the mental stuff? Yeah, he's mental, but he's also an asshole. See, that's the thing. People who have mental issues can also be assholes. Never underestimate that. Well, but but also with those uh, legal issues
4: that he's he's faced – uh, he's still being enabled by people who put him yes. on the field. So, so you know, y- you can say, yeah, g- give him a break, but the guy never should have been playing football. He should have been getting, getting help to, to overcome these mental issues. Now, Mike Tomlin must be the greatest coach in the history of the world to have handled this guy for nine years. I mean, that's,
2: that to me is
4: unbelievable. I mean, his, his shelf life with anybody else would be about two and a half.
2: He handled it for nine years. Uh, I it, it, it is remarkable, but you're right about the whole thing. The Buccaneers were, welcomed, were willing to have him back because mm-hmm. they were so short at wide receiver due to injuries. The league was willing to overlook not just the sexual assault allegations, but also the fact he threw a TV off of a 15th-story you know, balcony and nearly killed a toddler walking mm-hmm. with his grandparent.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: It goes to the old saying, If you
4: can play, you can play. And there was a pitcher who pitched uh, for a number of teams, including the Yankees, including the Dodgers, who had a cocaine problem named Steve Howe. And he got seven different opportunities to pitch in the major leagues because he was good,
2: you know? But some guys get blackballed, and I guess I don't understand where that line is between how good do you have to be to be able to overcome all this stuff. And I guess that's not a firm line, but oh, well, there we are. Mm. All right, let's uh, let's start with the Wolfskins. Get that out of the way. Then I want to talk college football. I want to talk Betty White with you, and mm-hmm. I want to talk a bunch of other stuff as well. But let's start with the Wolfskins. They lose to the Eagles, and that now marks the fourth straight year that FedEx Field they've had a losing record at that dump. And mm-hmm. as you, and as you saw after the game. A bunch of Eagle fans, which there is, what, 50% again, 60% in the stands? I would think at least, yeah. You know. A bunch of Eagle fans leaning over to high-five uh, uh, Jalen uh, Hurts. Jalen Hurts. The the railing collapses, and they all tumble down. Luckily, it was only a couple of feet. Nobody was seriously hurt. But the stadium is falling apart as well. This comes oh, it's, after it's, multiple pipe leaks in the stadium that drenched fans. It's a dump. The place. Yeah. And the team yeah, it, stinks too. It, it's a complete
4: embarrassment. And and think of this. The the railing collapsed not as they were looking to get an autograph from Taylor Heineke. Right. They were they were trying to get to the Eagles quarterback right. in a stadium that had been taken over by Eagle fans. And yes, it is a dump. It's been a dump since the day it opened. Yeah. And it's just another another brick in the wall for an organization that is a complete embarrassment. Our friend Al Galdi tweeted this out after the game. This is now 23 out of 29 years yeah. that they are not going to be a playoff team. The league is set up. So that doesn't happen. You, 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 right. can you, you, can't, you almost can't avoid that. And, and they managed to do that. So, uh, you know, this, this is just something that, that, and, and, you know, again, this is, this goes back to almost Antonio Brown, like circumstances in that the league Conducted an investigation of the owner of a of a of a a culture of harassment of women in the organization. Right. The report was filed. They released it on July 4th weekend. They have completely covered it up. The women say we want it released. The commissioner stands up there with a straight face and says we're protecting the women by not releasing the report. And you got a football team that stinks a stadium that's falling apart, an owner that's an embarrassment, and the league protects him.
2: It's terrible. It's bad. So I ask, and I don't want to pile on because I had a, a diehard Woof fan complain to me saying, all you do on Mondays with Andy is trash the team. I'm not trying to trash the team. I'm trying to give an honest account of where things stand currently, and I think you summarized it pretty well. But if you're still a fan of this team, what gives you hope that next year will be any better? Or any different. Uh, the only the only thing you
4: can hope for is is a quarterback and whether that's something that you luck into or you find a way to get to the top I mean look where the Cincinnati Bengals were last year really and certainly two years before that and Joe Burrow has thrown for almost a thousand yards over the last two weeks and they're gonna win the division so uh right. I, you know you if, know that, that if the Bengals can hope,
2: do it, and the Bengals have been just as far from the NFL sun as a planet as we have been, then I guess there's hope for anyone,
4: right? Well, not not exactly. I mean, they were under Marvin Lewis; they were a consistent playoff team. They just didn't win playoff that's games. True. That's true. But 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 uh, and it's a smaller market. But it's an owner that's cheap, uh, and it's it's an organization that has looked embarrassing at times. Uh, but you can rebound if you get one of them, and they're hard to find. But if you get it, get one of them, boy, it could totally turn around your fortunes.
2: You know, they also just cut Antonio Gandy Golden, this oh. uh, project wide receiver out of Liberty, fourth, yeah, round, pick, round, fourth round, round pick, third round pick, third, fourth, something third like that. Round, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, it's a mid-round pick, and you don't hit on those guys all the time. But that's just mm-hmm. another bad thing. And then the off-the-field stuff continues as well. I mean, it's just a horrible. String of tragedies where girlfriends are dying in car mm-hmm. crashes, brothers yep. are being murdered, and guys like uh, Montez Sweat are missing games. You know, you part of you thinks that maybe the team is cursed, the franchise is cursed. Well, I mean, some of it,
4: yes, but there's also you know self inflicted. As, as good as Ron Rivera seems to be at uh, at least keeping things calm, uh, he brought in a trainer named Ryan Vermillion who's under investigation by the FBI. And right. is on administrative leave. Right. So you know, while while for every good thing that seems to happen, uh, someone
2: connected to it is connected to something bad. It's terrible. And yet, the one thing this season has had going for it, if nothing else, Andy, is that it didn't involve Snyder. Next well, year, well, it, in theory, in theory, but 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 but, but the wife
4: does an interview with who she thinks is someone who's going to be really nice to her. Cause they, they liked Adam Schefter. And, and then she got upset because people used her actual quotes to, to, uh, to rip what she said. And now that that'll be the last time we'll hear from her.
2: <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a while back. That was what, a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think though, even though Snyder is not super visible, he certainly is not accountable to the media or the fans, he'll be back next year. And that, I I guess, well, and that, well, I'm assuming he is. That will make things even more bitter for the remaining fans of this team is you then have to get shots of him sitting up in the owner's box. And you know the announcers on the national broadcast are going to go out of their way to go. And Dan Snyder, every game you're going to get a shot of Snyder. Snyder Dan Snyder back uh, managing uh, owner of the team. So he took a year. He's been
4: going to games. He's he's been at games.
2: You know that. I didn't know that. Did, have they shown? Oh, yeah. him? No. I, I mean,
4: I okay. mean, maybe he's he sits in a place where the TV cameras can't get him. Okay. But he's he's. He, I guess he, you my know.
2: point is, next year he's back.
4: I guess, but but what does it mean? I mean, you know, maybe he likes it, the it fact that it means it
2: reminds fans of what a shithead yeah. broke one of the best things going for kids like me and you who grew up in the D.C. area. He broke our best thing we ever had in sports, the Washington Redskins. Broke it into a million fucking pieces, can never be fixed. And who knows about this name? Now we're going to get quickly on the name thing because next week is it for the season, and then we're into the speculation game of what's it going to be. Someone suggested they should announce the name on the anniversary, 30-year anniversary of the last Super Bowl victory. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't call any attention to the fact it's been thirty years. <laughs> what do you think about that? I, I think it's possible they'll do it
4: during Super Bowl
2: week and I thought uh, there was a news blackout
4: during Super is Bowl. Is there? Week. Okay. Well then then maybe they wait till after the Super Bowl. I don't know. But uh, no, yeah. I mean, what does it matter to me? <laughs> you know, it you, should uh, matter
2: to you. What do you mean? What does it matter? This is your new team. You're going to be rooting for and buying gear. Well, you don't buy gear, but in theory, maybe having a hat or a shirt of. Well, it better you know, be a good it, name. If it's the Belters, you're not going to be happy.
4: I, I guess. I mean, I, I, I as guess. far as, as as far as rooting, my rooting is so weird now. My rooting oh. is like it's oh. like. It's like sitting and watch. It's watching like, oh yeah, those are the colors. Yeah, oh, here they go again. Okay, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's been a long time since I've since I've you know sat on my knees on a third and one, you know, and pushing it over the goal line with Rigo. You know, that, those days are so far in the past that I I can't even you know even even the years that they've had playoff teams. You're dead at, inside. At, uh, yeah, I mean, have you ever gone in, into the playoffs thinking, man, they can
2: get on a roll here and get to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I haven't. No. <sighs> sad, sad state of affairs. Yeah. But could be worse. They could be the Giants, who they play next week to end out the year. Boy, yeah, is, boy, Mike, big, is yeah. Mike Glennon the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was the easiest pick I had all week. Bears minus six for the legal limit. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of who the wolf could get at quarterback. Let's launch into the other big controversy of the weekend, which is, are this, is this generation of college football players just not that into football? Do they not, not care about football quite as much? Because Matt Corral quarterback at Ole Miss suffered a bad ankle injury, a severely sprained ankle. Luckily it wasn't worse, but he had to leave the game in their bowl game against Baylor on New Year's night. And this Mm -hmm. followed early in the morning, Herbie and Desmond, basically playing old man sitting on porch, shaking fist at cloud about these opt-outs. Where do you stand on this controversy? What percentage of right were they? And what are the critics either dead on about or what are they maybe missing?
4: No. Well, first of all, Herbstreit was never going to go to the NFL at all. So his his football pinnacle was quarterbacking at Ohio State. Uh, Desmond Howard at the Heisman Trophy ceremony pretty much swore that he was coming back for his senior year at Michigan and didn't. Oh, uh, oh that for the is NFL. rich. Yeah, yeah. You know, talked about how important it was for him to graduate and to uh, and to you know finish what he started and of course he declared for the NFL and was the fourth pick of the draft and uh, you may remember he and I going at it a little bit whether or not he was a bust oh, yeah. in the NFL or oh, not oh yeah <laughs> uh, he claims he's not he was a Super Bowl MVP so I guess there's there's room to argue both ways but uh, I, I would say this you know it, Herb Street is invested in ESPN getting good players for these games because that's what they pay for. They they pay for all these bowl games. They televise everything. And so I,
2: I, I don't so know. You think Herbstreet was doing a company solid by Some what that, he said.
3: Yeah. 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 That I it was I not agree. his
2: genuine belief. Here's what I talked about before I, I brought you on the podcast tonight. I said, I have a real problem with the phrase meaningless game. Because they're all meaningless. Because all games are just for fun, and that includes games that are played on the pro level. They're not to determine who stays in jail or gets turned up free or dies or lives. These are funsies things in society. We play games for fun and sometimes for money, but still for fun when it's all said and done. The fifth game of a conference schedule when you know your team is not going to win the conference is technically meaningless. So who gets to decide that bowl games are more meaningless than the last game of a 4-9 campaign? Well,
4: I, I, think, I think what happens is a guy gets to a point where he knows where he's going to go and he doesn't want to risk the injury in a game that's okay. not going to decide anything. Okay. So I don't
2: have a problem with that. Okay, but, the, but no players have yet to, and they may in the future, actually have the balls to drop out during the season.
4: No, oh, that's happened. No, no, the, the, that's happened, oh. Joe. One of the Bosa's got hurt with an injury that was returnable in like three or four weeks and just called it a year. Yeah, that, that's happened a few times. Okay, but that's with an injury. I'm talking about Yeah, but that's, preemptive... like a that's like a two-week injury that, that could have them back on the field in time for the stretch run, and they don't do it.
2: Okay, but the, the quarterback for Pitt, yeah. all right, he didn't play in their bowl game. It was a lesser bowl than what Matt Corral played in. Mm-hmm. But, like, why didn't he just after his best statistical game during the season say, Well, you've seen what I can do. I'm going to sit back and watch the money come to me this April.
4: Well, he was, well, that's a good question because I think he was still uh, racking up stats for the Heisman. He, he was oh, one of the Oh, so if so, it's a
2: personal goal, you'll great. stay in for it. Right. Well, well,
4: what else is there? Because right now, college football is professional football. It's name, image, and likeness, and they go where they want to go. There's no no transfer year where you have to sit out or anything. You pick where you want to play. That said,
2: there has to be some sort of reckoning with these bowl games are part of the regular season, and you may say they're meaningless games, they're no more meaningless than Wake on a, on a week four. Okay. Then, then keep Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma for
4: their bowl game and keep Brian Kelly at Notre Dame for their bowl game. Right? If everybody's got to stay, Coach's got to stay too, right?
2: I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, think, I think there is such a, um, you know, you can get hurt on any play at any time at mm-hmm. any moment. And while we've had a couple of high-profile cases, Willis McGay, he blew up his knee yeah. in the championship game, right? hmm It can happen. It can happen, sure. And They used to play the uh, NFL
4: All-Star game against the college All-Stars. Oh, that was um, insane. Yeah, and there, there were, Merlin Olsen had a brother who was a really good player who suffered a knee injury in that game and really didn't have much of an NFL career. And, you know, that, that, that used to happen, too. But as the money has ramped up to this point, well, I don't blame them a this,
2: bit. Okay, that's a cop out though because at what, so. point, at what point if the money simmered down, at what point would you go, "Okay, now no, you should it, play it, in the bowl it, game." It, it's not it's not going to simmer down. If you but at, okay, what has to happen at, next? At, at is, what monetary is, point?
4: A, at what monetary them to contract, point? Sign okay. them to a contract. Then okay. they have to play. They're contracted to play in every single game the team plays, and you pay them a salary. Then you have a
2: beef. Well, it would be a lot better for the schools to do that. They would pay them a very low salary. They wouldn't okay. be able to leave. They could be traded. Right. Um, and right. and yeah. that would be a great system let's, for let's, the schools. But now the players have The players have way too much ability to just do what they want now. No,
4: but they're not being paid. And if they don't have name, image, and likeness deals, they don't get anything.
2: Well, it's uh-huh. too bad. You have no name, image, or likeness value. Well, but, but the point is... You're if not you worth anything. That, You're interns in the big system that is Old State U versus, you know, so-and-so A&M. Okay. You you play for your
4: high school team. That's true amateurism. You get in a beef with the coach. He says something you don't
2: like. You quit the team. They don't throw you out of school, <laughs> you know? Well, I, he, I, he, I would say the players better be careful because they are an integral part of keeping this balloon full of air. Yeah. And if the balloon of me, Andy, and you and everyone else giving two shits about college football ends up leaking and, and going flat, good luck ever pumping it up again.
4: Won't happen because the players aren't getting their money. It, you know, it, well, and, but if they,
2: if they start opting out of the playoffs yeah. and but, the ratings tank and nobody yeah. cares about the playoffs because, you know, these players are like, nah, screw it, I'm going pro. Okay, but but schools like Alabama and
4: Georgia, they have these all-Americans lined up. They're ready to step in, you know. Guy leaves, another guy steps in. You know, All right, did let's you watch say the Rose Bowl. All right, did you watch the Rose Bowl? I did. It was exciting. It was okay, amazing. The, the, the quarterback who was terrific, I forget his name for for uh for Utah, mm-hmm. got hurt. Yes. Some guy who'd never played before took him right down the field and they scored a touchdown. Yeah, they well, had other
2: players. What was that idiot quarterback doing for Utah playing when he knew he could have gotten hurt? Could affect his pro potential. Could have, but I mean, what a moron. All he got to do was be part of an incredible spectacle before a hundred thousand people under the swaying eucalyptus trees of the San Gabriel Mountains in the most perfect setting in the world. Can we please bring the Super Bowl back to the Rose Bowl, please? No, no, it's going to uh to SoFi, to Crunky World, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Anyway, we won't uh, solve this now. Let's talk Jinxes. Um, One hundred. Andy, you have a stated goal to live to 100. I hope you make it. Uh Betty White was really, really close. On the doorstep, yep. To the point where I took a picture at the checkout stand at the grocery store. Two different magazines celebrating Betty White. Betty White turns 100. I'm like, no, she isn't. And (laughs) no, she didn't. Was it the all-time classic jinx to agree (laughs) to be photographed for a magazine cover celebrating a birthday milestone that you had yet to reach.
4: Yeah, it, it is. is it, it is sort of Sports Illustrated-ish, isn't it? Yes. Oh, they also, yes. There's also, do you know this, that there's a, at the movie theaters across the country on the 17th, they're going to have a birthday celebration for her, and it's still
2: going to happen. Oh, it's still it? on. It's like yeah. Numanium. They bought the chairs and the balloons <laughs> and the tables. They can't return them. They're invested. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know look
4: and 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 you know she apparently she didn't have any illness or anything like that so Okay, so she came up a little bit short, but uh didn't it didn't have any that's illness. It for me.
2: she was ninety nine. Understand, but, yeah. but she wasn't right, she, she wasn't, wasn't suffering. hanging on by a thread. Right, right. yeah.
4: She wasn't right. on a ventilator or anything like that. Something, yeah. you know, whatever it was, the, the clock ran out, you know. She she was she was trying she was trying to, you know, throw the clock clock it, you know, she got to the line of scrimmage and you know, the clock just ran out, but she All got
2: right. awful close. All right, when you get to ninety nine, let's not go let's not get ahead of ourselves all right okay
4: yeah well i don't think i'll be on the cover of people
2: magazine
4: it <laughs> could be on the small time sports radio guy nearly a hundred you could let's be
2: magazine you could be on the cover of Altacocker magazine <laughs> yeah right there is such a thing <laughs> <laughs> all right andy anything else before we uh, wrap it up tonight
4: uh anything on matt what would you uh i, you I, know I
2: loved what? i loved seeing all the clips and it yeah. brings back all the warm and fuzzies of when football was more pure. You could actually sack the quarterback. Um, There wasn't all these bullshit rules. Replay wasn't around. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Redskins Mm -hmm. were good. They were the Redskins. Eh, It's it's tinged tinged with a little bit of sadness because of how ersatz and bullshit the sport has become now. But, hey, that's me shaking my fist at the clouds.
4: I thought Tony Kornheiser made a very good point about this. He says there have been two guys in the history of sports television were bigger almost than anybody else one of them was Howard Cosell and the other one was Madden but Cosell was polarizing yes he was many people hated him as loved him everybody loved Madden there there isn't anybody who hated Madden right right as far as you know yeah so that's pretty amazing and
2: when Dick Vitale passes I hope not anytime soon I know he's battling cancer right now I -hmm. think Vitale is in that same orbit as Madden yeah, yeah, but, but Vital... For a much less moved- popular sport, college basketball. Right, and, and has kind of morphed into a character of himself. Okay, well, whereas- okay, here's the thing. Madden morphed into a caricature of himself because they're playing the clips, and he's drawing circles around tubs of Gatorade. So, uh, see, this is a mother Gatorade, yeah, this is a father yeah. Gatorade, and they had a baby Gatorade. It's like, yeah, now you're just doing your own shtick of yourself. Understand,
4: but he he was still pretty good at
2: analyzing football. I know and, he was,
4: and walked away at seventy three. You know, Vital is talking about doing games at a hundred, and I hope he does. But you know, he he said that's it. And then, like five years after he retired, they asked him to come back and do a game, and he said, "Oh no, no, I wouldn't do that. I, I have too much respect for for the business." So I, I really admired him for, for that too. All
2: right, very good, Andy. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. We will chat next All right, week. Dave. All right, man. Take care. See you. This has to be, without a doubt, the greatest save in the history of all of hockey. Not just the NHL, but all of hockey. During a Canucks-Seattle Kraken game, a fan was banging on the glass frantically to try to get the attention of equipment manager Brian Red hamilton and nobody was sure exactly why. The woman wearing this really cute crocheted winter hat that was shaped with tentacles and the same colors as the team. It was like this homemade Kraken hat. It's kind of badass. Was a med school student. And she saw that this mole on the back of this equipment manager's neck looked suspicious through the glass, sitting there as a fan. And she wanted to get his attention to say, hey, you might want to go get that checked out. Here's the audio.
4: The beach and Red Hamilton story we shared with you earlier. We mentioned Nadia's headed to medical school. She's been accepted at a number of schools. Kraken honored her during the second commercial timeout tonight. Seattle and Vancouver, both teams combined, to award her a ten thousand dollars scholarship. So she's already saved a life. Some of her education's paid for. Nadia's medical career's off to a good start. As this story just keeps getting better. John, good deeds.
2: That's there right. Is. There you go. If that's not the greatest save in the history of hockey, I don't know what is. And with that positive story, we launch ourselves into 2022. I think it's going to be one hell of a great year. Thanks for listening. Thanks for picking up on the other side of the holidays. We are ready to go for 2022. Final week of the NFL season coming up and then the playoffs. Thanks for listening. Have a great Monday, and we will see you next time.
0: dot com